God be the glory. We're so glad to be in your presence once again today with the word of God. And we don't take this lightly, but God is so good and his mercy endured forever. I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we have a word for you right now that can help you through our life journey, even into eternity. There's so much going on in our world today, and we have an advocate with the Father that we can call on by the name of Jesus Christ that's sitting at his right hand, and he's interceding on our behalf every day of our life. But the word that we have today is coming from Proverbs, the third chapter. Proverbs, third chapter. And the scripture tells us, My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not until thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be healthy to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. That's Proverbs third chapter, verse one to 10. In that scripture, there's so much for us to help us in our life. There's so many um, blessings in that passage of scripture for someone who has to deal with pandemics, um, racial injustice, wars, rumors of wars, and many people unhappy, gun violence, and all this that we have no control over. And God is telling us to be content in him. He starts off in Proverbs, the third chapter, by saying, my son, forget not my law. See, in the midst of trouble, we have to remember what God said. And we got to keep that on our heart. The commandments of God, of the Old Testament, how he wanted us to live and live in community with one another by following the Ten Commandments, honor the mother and father, and thou shalt not steal, because how can you live together if you steal? Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not give false witness and don't desire your neighbor's belongings and their possessions in their house. If we're going to live together, we have to follow those 10 commandments and the first four between you and God and the last six are between you and man who you see every day. But honor God and remember him and it will help you be contented in times of uncertainty. 
Verse number two says, for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. If you just get back to God's word, you will have peace in your life. A common spirit will come over you when things around you on the news and in life and everyday things come up against you. You can be content and he will give you a long life because you have peace in the valley. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them around your neck. So when truth um, is being tested, truth will last forever. You cannot destroy the truth. And mercy is given from God. God says, wrap that around your neck and write them on the table of thine heart. The word is truth. That Jesus is almighty. The word is truth, that there's salvation, there's grace, there's mercy in the word of God by Jesus Christ. God's word will not come back to him void and not fulfill his mission. So you can depend on what God says, that it will come to pass. The next verse, verse number four, says, so shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. If you want to be understood, if you want to have favor from on high, from God himself, then follow God's commandments. Have peace in your life by depending on his word and walk in the truth and live truthful in the eyes of God. So shall favor and good understanding fall upon thee in the sight of God and man. You will have favor in the eyes of man just because you're following God. God will open doors for you that you may feel like they are shut. But when God steps in, watch what he can do. God is able to do all things. Then in verse number five, it says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into thy own understanding. Uh, we have to trust. We'll trust anything. We'll trust the pilot on the airplane when we get on it who we've never met, don't even know his name, but we trust him to get to our destination. We trust our family members to get in the car with them when we know they can't drive, uh, drive well. Uh, we trust medicine and what doctors tell us, and we can't pronounce the medicine, but we take it trusting that it will do what it says it's going to do. But when it comes to God, we can't trust. God is saying, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. That means to trust when you don't understand, trust when it looks like it's not going to be what you think, but we walk by faith and not by sight. We have to trust God almost like it's secondhand response. We should just go on to trust in God no matter what the situation is. If we call ourselves Christians, we should be Christ-like. Uh, that means that we have to uh, follow what Christ did and let his light be an example for us. Get up early in the morning praying. Do nothing without calling on the name of the Lord. 
trust in him and let his will be done in your life. With all thine heart, we have to trust in God. Then the writer says, and lean not into thy own understanding. See, we too busy trying to figure it out when God has already worked it out. This is a heart thing. It's not a mind thing. Uh, it's a heart thing when you give your life to Christ and you begin to walk with him. And quit thinking it out and let God just work it on out for you. Lean not to your own understanding. It's that um, piece of meat in our head that we try to figure everything out. But let that go and just put your trust in God from the heart. This is a heart thing, not a mind thing. Then he says, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. When you get the mind out of the situation, giving you thoughts of doubt and telling you that things are not going to get better and the devil operating in that mind, in all your ways acknowledge him. How do you acknowledge God in everything that you do? First, you got to agree that God is in control, not man. When you realize that, you're taking the first step toward acknowledging him in everything that you do. He's in control. And man is not. The second thing to acknowledge his control is to come to trust in him in spite of the circumstances around you. No matter how difficult or how blink it may look, trust in God. Stop right where you are and trust in God. The third thing, you have to confess your weaknesses honestly. You know where you're weak. Confess it to God. You know what's your dilemma. You know what you're doing that not, that's not lining up with the word of God. If not, you need to get in the Old Testament and read. Because your conscience will tell you where you're not lining up with the word of God. The fourth thing, expect your faith to be tested. If you're going to acknowledge God as the head of your life and acknowledge him in everything that you do, your faith is going to be tested. Satan is not going to let you be peace and have peace in the valley when you're following God because he wants that relationship with God, but he was too prideful to have it. So he doesn't want you with it either. But I'm here today to tell you if you just keep the faith, it's going to get rough sometime, but hold on to God's unchanging hand. Hold on and call his name. Call him when situations get bad. Call him when trouble breaks out in your life. Call him when the doctor gives you that bad report. Call him when you don't know what's happening on the job and so many bad things are happening in the world and children or disrespecting you. Call them when mama and daddy get old and uh, are growing in age and need somebody to help take care of them. Uh, call them when you're trying to burn candles on two ends. Sometimes you have to expect your faith to be tested. The next thing, the fifth thing, you have to pray according to the word of God. And when you pray to God according to his word, you have to know the word. Read a passage of scripture every day. 
Oh, we have a plethora of, uh, of ways to get the word now. Cell phone, iPads, laptops, desktops, and uh, just all kind of things now on the smart TVs. And uh, there's no excuse for not being able to look at a scripture every day of your life. And the more scripture you have in you, the more power and the more you have to go out of you in the time of testing. And when you pray, you begin to pray what God wants for your life. And when your prayers and your life and lines up with God's will and his power, the sky is the limit for what God wants you to do and will do for you in your life. You don't know the plans that God has for you. Plans to prosper you, plans to favor you, plans for to increase you and anoint you. But you have to let God be God. In Proverbs 3rd chapter, it says, But not wise in thy own eyes, feel the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy neighbor and marrow to thy bones. Uh, we have to um, not be wise in our own eyes. We don't know everything, but fear God and depart from evil. Flee from evil. When you know something is not right, just leave. God always gives us an open gate somewhere to get out of a situation. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of thine increase. So shall the bonds be filled with plenty, and the presses shall burst out with new rhyme. If you give your life to Christ and just trust in him and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him from the heart, he will direct our path. It's a heart thing when it comes to God and not a mind thing. God doesn't need the intellectual mind. He knows everything already. He's looking at the heart. I'm going to say a prayer today for somebody who may not know Jesus. And I hope that you give your life to Christ right now. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, forgive me. Father, wash me with hyssop and create in me a clean heart. I repent of my sins. I believe that Jesus is the Son of Almighty God. Cleanse me, Lord God and create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. I believe that Jesus gave the Lord's Supper. The next day he died on the cross for my sin. He was placed in a borrowed tomb for three days. But early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in his hand. He conquered death so I can conquer it again one day. Lord, have your way. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube under Neely Church Ministries. We love you and keep a smile on your face for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.